Hey, everybody. Boomer Bunker Prime Time, Wednesday, December 8th. Missing Dimebag Daryl. I am Boomer Bob and going to learn who he is today at some point in the show. John Jamingo. I said we have a special guest with us, Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Hello, gentlemen. What's going I'm- on, bud? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yes, you do. You sound great. Oh, it could. All right. Thank you for having me. I'm very lucky. Uh, Barry is here, too. So uh, thank you. That's that big black guy with the huge dangle. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, your name is blocking out the uh, Mandingo. No, you, it's oh. actually, it goes over a light switch. That's the, <laughs> okay. My my, my, uh, my son played a practical joke on me, and he put it on all the light switches in the house, the bastard. Mm-hmm. You don't have yeah. to lie to be my friend, Derek. It's okay. <laughs> Turn me on, baby. Turn me on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy, I'm punchy already. Hey, listen, I just want to say one thing. Thank you very much because of because of you, I have this clip. John Jamingo, a legendary podcaster in his own right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's it? It's, it it's, I was expecting me to say more. Like, is an asshole. <laughs> I was expecting more, too, but that's all I got, and that's all I clipped. <laughs> okay. That's All funny. right. So Bob uh, is very touched by the dying bag Daryl. Well, I won't do that while Eric's on the show. I know his time is you know no, limited. No, no. What is it? What, so. What's going on? Is it like a special day, or is it just? Well, is it that was, a, um, well, I mean, it, I've uh, got to do this now. You're going to make me do it, so it's going to take a minute. Oh, we I just you know you asked me if we could do this, and you were like really, really into this, and I was like, okay, you know. This so on December 8th, 2004, Damage Plan was performing at Alarosa Villa Nightclub in Columbus, Ohio. Nathan Gale, a fan, rushed oh. onto the stage as the band played the first song of its set list and shot Daryl, Dimebag Daryl, multiple times with a Beretta 9mm. Wow. The band's head of security uh, tackled him but was fatally shot in the struggle. Now a fan, Nathan Bray, was also killed as he attempts to aid Abbott and Thompson. So um, it's just terrible, man. We lost. I I lost like one of the few musicians I look up to. Wow. On that, on that night. So it's I been 17 uh, years. I didn't know that. You know, um, I uh, it, it's this also the same day John Lennon died. Um, so I, there you got two wonderful, incredible, influential musicians. I mean, that guy was uh, I know so many people who just are like, oh, my God, this is uh just a masterful human being when it came to what he did. So that's, uh, yeah. Did you ever get a chance to meet him? Uh, actually, yes. Uh, he and white design, uh, Pantera and white zombie played in Nashville at a kind of a, a medium sized venue. And one of my buddies got thrown out of there for carrying one of those little like bullet looking things that for weed. And after the show, we couldn't find him and we seen this tour bus and we're walking around and we kept, kept hearing, you know, and I was like, what? We look up. He's on the bus. He's like, come around, come around. So we go on the bus and everybody was on the bus. He's hanging out with them on the bus getting high. <laughs> yep. That's spectacular. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. He was uh, at the time. I think Daryl Dimebag Daryl was dating the bass player from uh, White Zombie at the time. Oh, that is that is unbelievable. Wow. He must have been like a super uh, affable, friendly. You can anybody can talk Very. to him. Aren't those Very. people the best? Isn't that a wonderful thing when you meet somebody famous and they're just like, you know, as jolly as John here? Yeah, right? I mean, John doesn't understand why people think he's so great. And that's one of the things I love about the man, that and his Philadelphia Phillies loser Christmas tree he has in the background. Eagles, <laughs> Eagles. Sorry, Phillies same thing. Might as well be. <laughs> you know I did that on purpose, right? Yes. <laughs> So Eric, uh, um, this morning I'm, I, I'm, I'm just coming into consciousness and I get a message from Bob. Eric is talking about us on the show. Yeah. I'm like, what did I do now? So, cause I didn't think I did anything. So then we got back and you started talking about Kyle Rittenhouse again. Correct. I caught the, like, as I got to the stream, I caught the part and, and I agree with every, We agree with everything except for the part where you think that he planned this all out. So he could make millions. He's going to make millions, I would imagine. He, he is. And and that, you see, when I talk a story, I'm going to, it's going to blend with what I think 
not what the facts of the story are. It's what mm-hmm. I think with I the, with a with the sarcastic comedic element. So in that, and so those worlds kind of become together. And you you were at. It's like, well, wait a minute. Is he? Does he really think that he? Uh, planned his what happened in the streets of Kenosha to make money. And so that's where the comedy kind of uh, blends in. And then it's taken people a while to pick up on that. Not everybody gets that, but well, I did because I had to go back and listen to what you were saying until I got there. And I knew it was comedy when I heard this. Now I didn't watch the trial. I have not heard the evidence and I don't (laughs) need to. I'm like, okay, well, who can argue with that? Well, the reason why I said that is because I trust the 18 people who heard what he had, what was said. And I believe everything was on the up and up. And besides that prosecutor was a piece of shit. I did. I did pay attention to that guy. He was a fucking clown. Oh my God. So everybody knew that Rittenhouse was going to get exonerated or found not guilty, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, all charges. It was a slam dunk. And and I and my suggestion on the show was if I was smart, I would have had my kids go there too with weapons. And if anybody ran up to them, I would want them to shoot them in the fucking face. And we'd all just 90 days in jail. It's all you gotta do. Six months, maybe. You'll win. We'll be millionaires for the rest of our lives. Just carry an extra skateboard and uh, plant one on somebody if you accidentally shoot them. I went so far as to say uh, that if there's a riot in Grand Rapids, I'm going to go in, do the same thing Kyle Rittenhouse did, and then that'll be it. We'll be, I'll be rich. So I don't know. I mean, I was listening to the podcast that you were listening to where he was on it, and the gun that was used for the shooting, uh, he Kyle wants that gun taken and destroyed. Like some people want him to donate it to a museum or put it on display somewhere. That's ridiculous. And he's like, you know what? I'm not a hero. Um, I went somewhere. I was attacked. I defended myself. I'm not a hero. So he says, I don't think that gun should ever be shown again. I want it taken. I want it released to the police department, have them take that gun and melt it down and destroy it so it can never be used again. I thought that was pretty, you know, for a kid that's 18 years old. You know, he's got a pretty good head on his shoulders. Well, he's got something because I want you to, uh, I, I want, I want you to think about this. If you had a, a son, let's say, I don't know what you're, let's just say you have an 18 year old son who came in and said, Hey dad, in the next town over, there's a riot going on. I'm going to go down the street and walk around with a gun. What would you tell him? Oh, my father would have grabbed me by the back of the neck. This is back in the day when you you've, you've kids. Yeah, I know, but what would what would you do? Would you would you let your kids go? All right, well, I'll drive you. I mean, <laughs> no. but the thing again, I don't think anybody. I don't think he never he didn't tell his parents what he was doing. He just did it, and it was it the best decision. No, but here's the other thing: was it the best decision for those other guys to attack him? Like, who brings a skateboard to a gunfight? I really don't think that was a smart idea. There was a lot of dumb. I don't think there was any good decision making. He got lucky. Oh, okay. He got lucky that he wasn't killed. Absolutely. And and more people are, I mean, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. And yes, to the letter of the law, I agree with everything. Innocent. What you you can in America today be stupid and walk down the street with a gun. You can. Mm-hmm. So if that is the law, that's the law. You want a different outcome? Change the fucking law. But at the end of the day, I support everything that happened to Kyle Rittenhouse. Do I think he's a dumb shit? Absolutely. I I thought he was going to make a lot of cash off of this, but he, I thought he was going to do it the way like Nick Sandman did. He was going to sue for you know defamation and whatnot. I well, heard rumors that he's suing... Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar for $60 million. Good. Well, all you have to do nowadays is just everybody does the heavy lifting for you. And you just take notes. Uh, When you see the notifications that come in talking about you, just take careful notes. You, You get audio, you get video before it's scrubbed. And this is the world. He could do it all on his phone, for God's sake. 
Absolutely. Now, you've got Kyle Rittenhouse on one hand, and then you have this accused shooter, the high school shooter in Michigan, on the other hand. Was it the Oxford High School? Correct. Correct. His parents bought this 15-year-old a 9-millimeter handgun. That's okay. I don't, you know, you can buy guns and uh, you can, you know, the way if you buy your 15 year old a gun and you say, okay, son, we're going to go to the range and you, you get out your gun and you shoot it and then you put it away, you go home. It happens all the time. I don't have a problem with any of that, but this, this guy was a joker. The dad was a, is a dumb shit. You don't give it to him and say, here you go. Just keep that in your room and don't take it to school. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I don't think they're allowed to have that kind of access being underage, right? I mean, I would assume. If you get a look of the at the parents, I mean, you could take one look at these the parents here, and realize that uh, they this the, this acorn didn't fall far from the tree. So yeah, I mean, it it I they they just that just looks like a faces of meth aftershot. Both of those. Yeah. Um, just, just rough. And, oh my God, there has been so much that people have just been, it's almost like every person that has ever interacted with the crumblies has just been dying for this opportunity to say how shitty of people they are. Not really. And, and in, in moments after the, as this was unfolding, everyone's like, oh my God, these pieces of shit, we knew something bad was going to happen. So yeah, it, uh, these people are are the worst, and they're going to burn for this. Well, they hired themselves a high-priced lawyer. The kid gets a public defender. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, I mean, the kid is definitely hands down probably guilty. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, without the word alleged. Well, why don't we use the word alleged so we don't get sued? Let's use okay. alleged. Oh, okay. You, but you can say all kind of F slurs and N words and whatnot. It's oh, totally cool. Don't well, do that. Don't do that when I'm here. <laughs> I'm just playing. He doesn't you, do that. you better buckle up, Buttercup, because I, you know, I, I let him fly. He's oh, a good no. little disavow. Disavow. <laughs> oh, you can disavow. Yes. Afterward, uh, you can say you're never on the show. We'll scrub the you tape. see. Did you see the woman on Twitter? Her name was uh, Marcia Chance. She did a tweet. I'm going to try to bring it up here. Give me a second. Um, let's see. Share screen. I'm a boomer. Give me a second. I'm the same way. I am the same way. So she she did this tweet. Um, well, okay, not her. I'm sorry. This is a, a different tweet. Georgia mom, Marcia Chance, says that Rittenhouse's bad parents are to blame. And she is killed by her own 18-year-old son on Thanksgiving with a knife. <laughs> she was stabbed. Now, this is, I think this woman is, a, that's what G-A is, Georgia mom. I don't know why they put G.A, but yeah, Georgia mom. So she, she shit all over Rittenhouse for his parents, blaming them for this. Who is to blame? Blah, blah, blah. And then, so this place here, they did a poll. Who do you think is to blame? Kyle's parents? Uh, Marsha Chance, like, who's the bad parent now? I'm sorry. Yeah. Both or none, 100%. What, why doesn't it just say, who wants to take a shit on Marsha's grave? And then uh, you can, you can uh, uh, see, see those poll results because that's exactly what that is. That sounds like the worst irony I've ever heard in my life. I'll tell you what, she'll never make another dry turkey again. <laughs> hey, can you, can you? We'll just say she, uh, they, they weren't, they weren't on the Golden Girls. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. oh, oh no! I, how many times I gotta tell you? I don't want the cranberry sauce. And when you take it out of the can, it looks like the can. Oh, yep. oh. E- oh boy! E- I'm just saying. Careful on Twitter, man. You could write a check. Your ass can't cash. Oh God! Yeah, I should pay attention to that. Oh, All right, ladies shit. and gentlemen, this is, these are jokes. I don't, yeah, know, I, don't. Turkey. I don't think he stabbed her over the turkey or the cranberry sauce. Yeah, I've been I've been diving in on my insensitive jokes lately. I lately I've been saying on my show, hey, I've got I'm gonna do some sponsors coming up. Don't hit 15 seconds ahead because I'm gonna work in some racist jokes. And then <laughs> and then that's the goal. So yeah, I the neighbors, the they went the news, they go to the neighbors, and uh the neighbors really good insight. I was really shocked by that. I didn't think 
he was capable of doing something like that. It's your mom. It's Thanksgiving. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> These are quotes. <laughs> the neighbors. That, that sounded uncanny. I thought it was. I thought it was really the neighbors. Harriet Robinson, they went to her. It's devastating. Never thought that, you know, it'd come to this. Actual quotes. Uh, Robinson also said, it's really disturbing. I mean, you know, I feel for the mother. Well, I mean, she's dead, so she ain't feeling nothing. But I feel for the mother. So are we all, am I getting the impression that it's, uh, she she deserved it. Is that what you guys are suggesting? Because she said that Kyle Rittenhouse's mom and dad was her mom was bad. Well, I mean, it's like you know, it's the parents' fault. Well, now all of a sudden the son stabs her, and it's like, well, now whose fault is it? If you're raising well, a monster, you have no business talking shit about other others who are well, maybe raising a monster. <clears throat> I know, but I'm just playing devil's advocate because I mean, you you said you can't blame the parents, but three minutes ago we were blaming Ethan Crumbly's parents. <laughs> right. It's always the parents. Oh they don't God. beat kids anymore. That's the problem. They don't beat. They you. All I say is you got to beat them when they're young once. They just uh, need to know you're capable. That's all. That's yeah, all I, I, it didn't take me long when I was raising my kids before they. I, it's hard to catch them, and you know, oh my God, uh, it, 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 it was about age eight or nine. I realized it's useless. There's, there's no point in even trying anymore. I have to like, uh, you know, corner them or something like that. So it was tough. Well, I, um, I, I was uh, cruising around the web and I found this clip. Now to a story that we brought you earlier in the week. This well-known podcast and radio host has successfully donated one of his kidneys to an old classmate out in L.A. Eric Zane tells Fox 17 that he randomly thought of a guy that he went to high school with, so he connected with him on Messenger. 200 days later, he donated his kidney to him after finding out that he was in stage 5 kidney disease. The surgery took place just two days ago. It was weird because I, I grew up with him, but I hadn't laid eyes on him or spoken to him in 32 years since high school. And, and that's, that was, was part of the, what I've been telling people. The interesting story about this is I, I, don't, I don't know why his name popped into my head, but the next thing I know, after a day's worth of talking to him, I was, I'm like, I think I want to give this guy a kidney. Well, everything seems to happen for a reason. Zane is currently in L.A., recovering well, and his friend is doing good as well, who received his kidney. If you'd like more information on becoming an organ donor, just head to fox17online.com. Now, I'm not interested in becoming an organ donor. I want to know if you got anything left. (laughs) I can give a lung, and well, maybe a lung, and and part of my liver. Quick question: How Good. is how is the guy that has your kidneys? Is he still alive? Oh, he's doing great. I, I year, him. right? Yeah, it had a year and six days. He was on my show on um, that was last Thursday. Um, hadn't he joined me similar to this? And he's just crushing it, man. He's a really kind of like well, he's a Californian, so he's yeah, hey man, you know. I mean, but uh, he's gained thirty five pounds. He's healthy as can be. It's complete one eighty. He was going to die, man, within like weeks when we, when we did that. You know, every, every time that I'm in your chat and you bring my name up and you ask this dumb shit, stupid fuck, boomer, boomer, Bob. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? The man gets a pass because he, he did a saintly thing far above anything I'll ever well, do for you. anybody else. Well, thank you. I was glad to do it. It was, uh, I, you know what, man, that whole, you ever like, uh, you know, just putting together a uh, a project and you get it. Done. I see that, Jody. Uh, uh, from and then you you feel so proud of yourself. That that that's what this was because it was like you know what, let's go do it. And I will tell you, in those two hundred days from the day I made the decision to the day I gave away the kidney, there was about three four times when I was like laying in bed and I started to panic and, sure. and, and anxiety and it crept up on me. And I I was like, and I didn't quite get to the level of I th- I don't know if I want to do this. I never thought that. I just, I would like uh, chop that off at the knees and say, okay, okay, just sleep for the, you're tired, sleep, wake up, it'll all be gone. And it was every time it worked out. So that was it, man. Well, I listen, I hope that other kidney works for a while because I hate for you to call and go, hey, you know what? Can I get that kidney back? 
The other ones you're not doing so well. I don't know they're you know, allowed to, you know, repossess it. Or if he maybe if he passes away in a car accident, can you get it back? No, yeah, right. You know what also is interesting, what a lot of people don't know is that if my other one goes bad, what do I do? I'm I'm given an exemption, and this is true. First of all, I'm at the front of any line. I won't have to wait long at all to get a new kidney because it's one of the things they do to incentivize incentivize it to you know, and it makes sense. And I swear to God, I have four free passes for family members. Oh wow! So, oh. Yeah, and the, so if a family member of mine asks, needs a kidney, I can I can play a kidney card. Change last name to Zane. <laughs> Here's the other thing. I don't think that I could give anybody, maybe my kid, my kids, I would give a kidney to, but like a friend, no. I mean, after I'm gone, when I die, if there's anything left in here that's usable, have at it. An eye, a nostril, an earlobe, yeah. whatever you want. Well, have at it. But while I'm still alive, I'd be the guy where. I donate the kidney, and then next week they'd find out. Oh, the other kidney's not doing. Uh, well. They get a kidney stone. And the next thing you know, it would, I'm not doing well. And I'm like, Damn, right, right, right. Now I need a kidney. Yeah, it, it for sure. The eyes when you pass the eyes and your and your skin, your skin is life saving, especially for like burn victims and things like that. Oh, wow. And people who have big surgeries, they need skin grafts. Oh yeah, tissue. They 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 quite literally take your body. And remove the skin, like the dude from Silence of the Lambs, and like then podcast hitman, podcast hitman. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, that guy, Jesus Christ! See, he, everybody, he's misunderstood. He was donating skin, not his, hers. I, I, I have a funny story for you about that. I just started doing a, um, a weekend oldies radio air shift here in Grand Rapids, and I do it from right here. I just mm -hmm. click a button, I talk. And that voice tracks, which means you can do a five-hour air shift in 30 minutes. And Carl from Who Are These Podcasts and I agreed that he's going to feed me lines to dedicate songs to people that know that show. And then I uh, send him the audio. So my first one I did was, all right, Eric Zane with you on Big 101.3. This one's going out to Podcast Hitman, who's cleaning up a mess in the basement. It was all... <laughs> <laughs> I took the audio. He was. I played. It went into like B, the Bee Gees "Night Fever," and so he's gonna play it on his show. That's right. Yeah, you have to play the old stuff. Like you couldn't play like Guns and Roses. You used no. to love her, right? <laughs> but I had to kill her. <clears throat> so I, I, I'm gonna drop something here that it. it ju I just found out about this today. There is another podcaster who did a John Jamingo like rant. No way. You mean a rage quit? Uh, well, he didn't quit, but it was a rage. And we're going to do it tomorrow on Rubberneckers because we want it, we're going to compare the two. My rage versus his rage. And I'm worried because Jody B, that double agent, he sent this already to Carl. So we have to do it this Thursday. <laughs> and Eric, I'm telling you, when when we do we do this, I will send you the audio. It almost compares to what I did that day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I saw that. I immediately thought of you and I wanted, Oh, he did quit. Wait a minute. He did quit at the end. It says, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, now, uh, Boomer Bob, you were looking at John when that happened, right? You could see his face. Oh yeah. So he was like, it was red face, you sure. know, the whole, the whole yard. Right. Yeah, I wasn't sure what was going on. I I was uh, oblivious. I I had a I had a personal problem take place like five minutes before we went live, so my mind was on that. So John was over, donut donut, fat fat fat, and I didn't. I wasn't even in the room, dude. I was over here thinking about other things, man. So and I I don't. I'm not a professional. I don't have that ability to turn my life off so I can entertain people and do a show. I can't do that. <laughs> So you you're, you're seeing him. You got something going on that no one knows yeah, like, about. Laugh it up, funny fucking boy. You ever there smoking a fucking cigarette? Which is me. I'm I'm the only one who smokes. <laughs> right. You sound like him. You sound like him. Yeah, yeah they're doing. Uh, everybody can do Jamingo now. So. Oh my god. Well. Wow. Yeah, and you know what? When we do stuff like this, I forget that we we well we were actually live streaming, but you know you just forget. You think you're talking to some people, and you forget that this is actually going to be recorded and video and then then and then afterwards i'm listening to watp and yeah. the next thing i know i hear 
this is cringe of the week and it's from rubberneckers and i could feel the blood run out of my face because i knew it was coming <laughs> suck and on you were there for that sucking on a cigarette actually it was sucking on a fucking cigarette right sucking uh, on a fucking cigarette. well wait a minute though he hadn't okay bob hadn't had bob um said anything that had bothered you in well, that moment before yes okay <laughs> yeah because when there they, was a because... lot there was a lot of people talking i couldn't place who was who Dave I felt said, like they were hanging up on me, but go ahead. Dave opened it up with, and a note for the listeners, this was deemed to be the, the most interesting topic to talk about. And I said, now you have to note who decided that was the most interesting topic. And then he, he goes, all right, that's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotcha. I've got enough of this fucking shit. Right. Okay. Dude, all right. Back. I calmed down. We're back. Oh, yeah. The show, the Rubbernecker show is like uh, men that act like teenagers except a request oops we have a request oh i'm trying to fucking get to it you got a fax machine down there what are you what what that's a roadcaster oh that's okay yeah i've heard about that we have a request in the uh chat if you give me a second Mm -hmm. sure we got we can somebody requested the prayer that pissed john off oh that was part of it father who art in jersey (laughs) domingo be his name his delivery comes, it, it is, is soon, soon gone, gone, and sent to Donut Heaven. Give us this day our weekly show, and subscribeth to our Patreon, as we protect those who pass fake 20s, and deliver the knee of Derek. Amen. <laughs> and that's a reference to... Uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, I, I know what that's a reference to. On uh, S one of our Rubbernecker show before uh, John quit and it became S two, um, we had a rule that you could tell anybody else on the show you could give them the knee of Derek and they had to be quiet, muted for eight minutes and forty six seconds. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Yeah. Hey, fuck? I wanted to call the show the George Floyd podcast. Oh, he did. He wanted to call it the George Floyd. I said, I don't think, I don't think so. Not now. Maybe be the greatest name ever, but whatever. Rubberneckers. All right, I gotta go to bed. On that note, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> Eric, I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I do too. Oh, man. you guys are the best. I can't, I can't and wait I, to do it again. And I, and I love it that you, you know, you when we come into the chat, and we mess with you. You know, you, you call. Us, oh, this is what you. Wait a minute. Where is it? Here it is. These fucking brainwashed assholes like Boomer <laughs> Bob and John Jismingo. Love it. Love it. Keep it up. <laughs> All right, boys. I'm out of here. I love you. Take it thank easy, you, Eric. Okay, Eric thank you. Zane. Hey, you got a great audience. What a good bunch. All right. I'll Appreciate talk you. to you. See ya. Can I leave too? No. No, you gotta stay. <laughs> I mean, how do we top that? We just had on the man. I love it. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. He's available everywhere. Uh he does a live stream every morning on Twitch, uh, Monday through Friday. I think he starts at what, like 8 a.m. He I starts think. at 8 a.m. my time. Well, 8 a.m. So my seven, time, or is it your seven, time? Or my time? No, yeah. 8 a.m. my time. Seven your time. Yeah, and then and, if you sign up to his uh, Patreon, he does a ridiculous amount of bonus content. Yep. So yeah, hardest working guy in podcasting, I would say. I'm kind of glad he's gone because now I can smoke. I, I did, didn't want to oh, do it. Oh, you know, in the house. I don't want to smoke. Fuck. <laughs> I'm over here drinking, dude. I got to smoke. Okay. All right. You know, one of the stories I wanted Holy to get to. Holy shit, look who's here. Oh, here we go. Up, Softy. Oh, he thinks he knows how to top that. We're going to take the uh, the Gaslighting Podcast is going to take that latest last episode of the Softcast. What's it say? Somebody's got to say Somebody it. Needs to say it. Somebody needs to say it. Somebody needs to say it. It's Nazi. We're going to do a WATP version of, the, of that episode. So stay yeah. tuned for that. Well, they just, they just now, he just did an episode last week. He released it the other day of, he had on Eric Zane. He had on Carl from WATP and was it Brandon and Drew? Was it? Well, I can't Brandon, remember the name. There's Brandon and there's someone in the background. I'm not sure who was in the background. I'm sure he'll tell us in the chat. It wasn't Drew. And then you had Dave from Rubberneckers. Yeah. Mark. Wasn't it Mark? Maybe. Mark, I don't know. Not Mike. It was the Drew and Mike show, right? Mike died, so they got a guy named Mark now. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Here, there is M-A-R-C, Mark. So, yeah, so right. they were on the show with him. Um, Manbreen Dave, uh, our other co-host from the Rubberneckers, he was also there asking them. He opened it. Uh, didn't he open it with, um, why are you married? 
Why are why are you guys married? Because <laughs> Dave's got to make it all about him. Because Dave's having that, that was a great opening question. Like that probably threw everyone off. It did. It threw Eric off. It was genius. Think, yeah. And uh Carl's like, yeah, because she cooks and she cleans. And when he came in, I, I wanted to be like, so uh Eric, why are you married? <laughs> but I was <laughs> like, that bit's already been done. <laughs> yeah. Hey, breaking news. Taking Viagra cuts the risks of Alzheimer's up to 69%. 69? 69, huh? Like the rubbernecker logo? Like the rubbernecker logo. Well, that's actually two uh, white power signs, right? How's that go? Yeah, whatever. It's not white power signs. It's okay. Well, it depends on who you talk to. It's okay to be a necker. Studies say taking Viagra slashes the risks of Alzheimer's by two-thirds. Uh, oh, he helps changed. boost brain health experts. Wait a minute. It may help boost the brain health experts analyzed 72 million U S adults and found regular users had 69% lower chances of being diagnosed with Alzheimer's over the next six it, years. It opens up other veins too, other than, I, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but you know what? I'll walk around with a boner as long as I can remember shit. Cause I'm, I'm on my way. I'll if you have an erection for more than four hours, four get hours. more chicks. I guess. I don't know, but I was like, would I take Viagra to make sure that I did not have dementia? And I absolutely would. Probably need it anyhow. Now. I don't have a boing, 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 yeah, whenever Viagra came out, my ex-wife worked for a urology group. Mm-hmm. And they had all kinds of like free sound back then the pharmacy reps had a lot more freedom in regards to how they treated uh, doctor's offices and, and individual doctors. They used to buy like entire sections at like sporting events here and they would invite everybody in that office to go for free and everything at the concession stand was free, like crazy, right? Well, they would load up this uh, doctor's office had these tons of metal cabinets that these reps would just load up with free stuff and swag, you know, whatever, pens, pencils, T-shirts, all all that kind of stuff. Well, when Viagra came out, they loaded up an entire cabinet with different Viagra stuff, videotapes, models of a prostate for some reason. I don't know. It was weird. And I, I used to just go in there and just walk in there and just raid the cabinet for things to throw out my band played two three gigs per week so i used to gather things that would be fun to throw out off stage well they had a whole ton of sample packs of viagra and i ganked a bunch of those i was an idiot i was young stupid i didn't think that that's a prescription a controlled you know substance i just ganked like 20 boxes of them and then there's there was five in each box and um so one night I was throwing those out to the audience, like gifts. I was just reaching in the bag that was by my amp and going, here you go, free stuff for you. And then it dawned on me, hey, that's probably a controlled substance. I probably shouldn't be throwing that out to an audience that could kill people. <laughs> you do. People are dying. So ah. they just sold the rest of them. Hey, there you go. I did not actually do that. This is for entertainment purposes only. Thank you. Right. That was not actually something that that actually did not happen. A story near and dear to my heart. Donuts? Yes, donuts. Okay, okay. A transgender swimmer from the University of Penn. How is that near and dear to your heart? Where'd you get that on air sign? Now that is bitching. Like that? I've had that yes. for years. I just never had a place to put it. Really? Yep. You, you mean you, uh, I, I had to look at your only black fan. Right, my months. only black fan. My when, only black fan is that. that. Right. I feel cheated. Here she is. 22-year-old transgender swimmer at the University of Pennsylvania continues her dominant performance this season, setting numerous pool meet and program records in a three-day event in Ohio. Leah Thompson blew away her competition Friday in the 500-yard freestyle preliminaries and finals. Now, here's the Thomas. What'd I say? Thompson. You were thinking of the uh, chick from Back to the Future, the mom. I guess I was. Yeah, Leah Thomas. She don't look nothing like Leah. No, she does not. She does not. Uh, she setting records like again, it's a dude. This is a dude, and he should not be, she should not be 
whatever, actually competing. It is. Every second place person should have won that thing. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Before that's what she that's what she looked like before the transition. That what? Yeah. Go back. That's her her now. That's her when her was a he. Jeez. Right? Uh before her transition, Thomas complete competed for two full seasons at Penn as a man. NCAA rules mandate at least one year of testosterone suppression treatment to be eligible to complete it a woman. And then she said, Swimming is a huge part of my life and who I am. I've become <laughs> a swimmer since I was five years old. You, only reason you pulled this story is because you wanted to use your fucking vocoder. That's not true. Being trans has not affected my ability to do this sport and being able to continue has been very, very rewarding to me. Yeah, how much drag do you have down there when you're swimming? Well, apparently it doesn't seem to bother her. No, she just tuck it. Yeah, she's got it tucked. <laughs> Put a little like swim cap on it. Can we stop with this thing where I mean it's not fair to biological women who have spent their life swimming and go and now they're in college and they're swimming in a meet. And now all of a sudden, you know, now they're swimming meat. for second place because of meat. I bet you yeah. like to be swimming in meat. Yeah, they were swimming next to my meat. <laughs> <laughs> you should leave the vocoder thing on. I'll leave it on. It's fucking funny. <laughs> They'd be competing with me. I don't need a vocoder for that shit, though. I just do it for real. I'm just happy that I could break all these records. I feel so much like a woman now. Guts. And afterwards. Ray, a couple of beers and jerk like, off with my lady dick. You like barbecue? I love me some barbecue. Arby's. We have. I'm not sure she sounds like that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> if there's a hell, you're working your way in. This, I mean, the jokes write themselves. How about this? Um. You ever been to, I've never been, and we do have one and it stays packed. And it's part of why I've never been Cracker Barrel. You ever been to one? I have. Yes. I, I have love not. their, they have a baked apple casserole. I've heard about it's that. Amazing. It's really, really good. The food's, the food's I've, not that good. But I've never been because every time I go there, there's like, there's nowhere to park except like the, the there's like one spot the like the, uh, like people who order online to like park to pick up or something. I was like, well, fuck, I can't take that spot. I think they were trying to be the next Waffle House. Well, here you go. Me and Brandon going to eat at a Cracker Barrel. Brandon, how you feel about eating in a uh, barrel full of crackers? Shut up, honky. This is Look, it's a barrel full of crackers. <laughs> my God. He said, my God. The thing is, and again, there's a black guy to go in a restaurant full of white people and, and not have a problem. That is funny. I understand that, but I, I'm not too sure that if a white was a white guy was the only white guy in a, I don't know, in a whole barbecue place or something like that. Don't you think he'd catch some eyes? Or maybe it's just me being. Oh no. <laughs> this is a very short clip, so pay attention. Because okay. it it happens fast. You know, it's the law now that African Americans can carry guns, and you know, they 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 made that law so that we can kill each other. That's a conspiracy, man. We yeah. made the law the way to where we can carry guns so that so that black people can kill each other, John. By that woman's uh yeah, but the yeah, darling, darling, here's the thing. You don't have to. They can give you guns, and you know what? You don't have to use them to kill I mean, each other. They gave them dicks, too, and they use those a lot. What? <laughs> okay, all right, whatever. And they like to, you know, have relations, if you know what I mean. Yes. I listen to I rap listen. music. I listen to rap music. What? I'm not oh, yeah. Anything else? I wanted to touch base on more moon landing stuff. Oh, okay. This is brief. And this guy makes, here, I'm going to read the caption on the video. This guy makes a damn good point. Were there even pagers back then? Pagers, you know, beepers? 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm with him. I ain't no real conspiracy theorist like that, but in 1970 or something, they live streamed from the moon. They had a, a signal live streaming to every television from the moon. Like a guy in 1970 was on the moon with a camera and it was like, we're coming in loud and clear. Like the picture's fine. Are we fucking idiots? Maybe. So I was thinking about, I was listening. What do you think? Honest to God, I think that we did not go to the moon. I think it's all a scam. I think it's a conspiracy theory. I don't think we went to the moon. The plan is working. And you know why? Because I went back and I watched the clip of that guy trying to get Neil Armstrong to put his hand on the Bible and swear he went to the moon. And I'm thinking to myself, why wouldn't he do it? That's exactly. fine. You know, if I had went to the moon, the guy says, here's a Bible, put your hand on the Bible and swear you went to the moon. I would have went, I swear to God and three other white guys. No, I'm sorry. I swear to God that, <laughs> that I went to the moon and that would have been it. Uh-oh. Now, yeah. I can't, I can't wait for his, like, follow-up comment. <laughs> so, in the meanwhile, Juicy Smollier. Juicy Smollier. I haven't checked in on him today on the trial. I don't know if there's any new developments. He was on the stand, and he did not have a good day. Well, that was yesterday. Yeah, I, I knew about that part. Well, this was, I just wanted to kind of revisit when that event took place, which I believe was in January of 2019, the good old days, pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Oh, the good old days. Not just because Trump, not, not, I don't care about Trump, but we didn't have a dumb fuck in office. I mean, we did, but it was a different kind of dumb fuck. So here. We've got some breaking news. Actor and musician Jussie Smollett from the hit show Empire was attacked and beaten early this morning. He's a musician? Chicago, and police say it could be a hate crime. There are many indications of a hate crime here. They are looking for two suspects who are apparently wearing Make America Great Again hats. We have a media that's saying it's a debate whether or not what just happened to Jesse Smollett is a hate crime. It's absurd. You know, Jesse Smollett had a noose on his neck just this week. And the media has really cast so much doubt on his story, which I find so personally offensive that a gay black man is targeted and then suddenly he becomes the victim of people's disbelief. He said his attackers hurled racial and homophobic slurs at him. And this is America in 2019. This is Trump's America. I, I love the Tucker laugh at the end. That that was the icing. The uh, well, listen, he's a black American male, and you know they hey. never they never lie. They never lie. That's right, John. We don't lie. They never lie. And stop it! Stop <laughs> a little voice thing. Listen, he got caught. He tried. He was the dumbest criminal. The dumbest. He he found a spot where they had cameras, so it would be on, and then they practiced there. So they they had him on the stand, and they basically pantsed him on the stand. He's the black uh, Gage Grossworth or whatever the kids. Grossgroitz. Grossgroitz. Groceries Groitz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Miss Anushi. You're so fucking awesome. He, that, yeah, they asked him, well, were you there the three days before? Or how many times did you visit that site? And he's like, I don't know. Why don't you tell me? And then he got very combative. He was on the stand and they were reading back his texts. And the, uh, the, the lawyer used the N word, but he didn't use the N word because it had to be, you know, he was reading from the text. So he used the actual right. word and he's with like, a hard R. Right. And he's like, excuse me, could you please not say that word or use something else? Be- just because of all the black American, African-Americans, the black Americans, the, the, the darker guys in this room, they get, it really upsets them. Well, if it upsets I know. Them, I know which word you're talking about, and I'm going to help you. So keep talking, and I, I don't know if you want to visual aids. Okay. I will help with visual aids. Just just keep talking. I'm tired. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. Tawana Burley. There's another one. She was supposedly raped by white guys and had shit sm- smeared all over, her, and they misspelled a word. <laughs> he wrote something in the shit that was on her, and they misspelled it, and then they found out that it wasn't her. Oh, natu- naturally, yes, naturally intelligent, gorgeous, gr- generous. 
generous exemplary and radiant and cruelty john not words that's right if the words are extremely racist and have uh basically held down an entire race of people for uh, 400 years 400 years sure thing thank you vegan lady that's right so um you know who joel osteen is yes joel osteen he is a soldier of the lord he is a man of christ he also lives in a 10 million dollar uh, mansion owned by the church and uh flies around in a nine million dollar private jet so the lord provides hey, gotta uh, save souls man here we go the lord provides i w- would you have the balls to do this this is my question after with Joel Osteen. Hey man, you know you're a piece of shit, right? <laughs> you know, right? Right? Come on, yeah, you know. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Take care, folks. You know. Now, from what I understand, this gentleman right here lost his job for that little stunt. He was fired. Well, I know this. He did a TikTok video after that saying, thank you guys. I had no idea that it would go go viral like it did. So I'm sure he's going to have opportunities on the horizon. Yeah, he basically did a stuttering John bit where he walks up to a guy and says, I, I mean, I get it. It's Would cringy. you do it, though? I mean, he is a piece of shit. I mean, he's not lying. The guy's 100% right. I think I think 90% of people on, on this planet would agree with him. Now, why that, do you say so, that, Bob? He's a man of God. He preaches the word of the Lord. Uh, you know, he, um, hundreds of thousands of people go to that church. You know, and worship. Uh, all, all all men of the cloth require that uh, that uh, uh, lifestyle in order to perform their uh, you know duty, their uh, calling. So, what do you think he should do? How much money do you think he should keep for his for his troubles? You know, well, that's his- just it. I think everything in his, is in the church's name, so that he doesn't face any taxes and et cetera, et cetera. But he gets taken care of by the church, quote unquote. They had a plumber come out last week to work on a toilet something was wrong in one of the bathrooms there at that church yep i think it's is it the lakewood i forget what it's called i think it is the lakewood church and and this plumber had there was a a loose tile or or whatever so he opened it up opened up the wall there and there was something uh there's a whole shitload of like money and and whatnot there was they'd been missing six hundred thousand dollars from that church for years that okay. just came up just missing in uh, checks and, and cash, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And apparently they were put into that wall. I'm not blaming it. I don't know who did it, but that's an, that's. Yeah. That, I don't think it's the other day. Again, why would you put checks in there? Because. Well, I doubt that there were. Cash, you can't in cash there. them now. Kenneth Copeland said, uh, soft says Kenneth Copeland. There you go. Said that he could only save 35% of the souls he saves now. If he had to fly commercial. There you go. See, Where, bomb. You know, follow the science. That's right. All of the north, northern Michigan non peninsula science. Right. I mean, you know, he's, uh, <laughs> you know, Kenneth Copeland, he's the one with the, he's the COVID-19 guy. I agree, Tristan. Evangelists are the scum of Christianity. I think you're right. I, I, you know what? I agree with you. But he does bring it all in. I mean, he, he bullshits better than anybody else. Did you hear that, uh, I guess, uh, yesterday, Amazon Web Services had a major outage? I was worried about this because I thought it was going to affect, you know, some of the stuff that I do, but it did not. Like going to Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru? That, yes. Sorry. That was, yeah. Not- so would their drive-thru, would their registers be down, I wonder? That was, po- that's a possibility. Where did I? I know, like, Disney Plus and Netflix had uh, issues with it. There was a tons of websites and and other services like that that were down well this apparently happened too here i think this was yesterday amazon is in shambles right now if ac if ac crack about 3 30 we're gonna get up out here i appreciate it ghost town you know that place is usually bumping that's so crazy oh, yeah he's fucking down no one's working like literally yo, nothing is fucking working bro that's so crazy. i've never seen a warehouse like this there's nothing nothing at all i read a comment that said i i work there and i i basically got paid to sweep floors for 12 hours yesterday (laughs) so i guess because they couldn't 
They couldn't make well, labels or something like that, or they couldn't. Well, AWS, man, they, they can't do anything. Amazon Web Services. Yeah, There's but I mean, a lot of things thing. like, for instance, Parler. Remember that? Parlay sure. is the actual title. But Parler was taken down because it was hosted on Amazon Web Services. Yeah, Amazon Web Service Services took down Parler. And so then they the had argument, to find another services. They had to find another server that wasn't part of that. Right. Yeah. So the argument is: Should do we put too many eggs in one basket? Do we put too many things on one? You know, you know, put all of the load on one Amazon web service that can take us down. Is that a problem? And and is Amazon going to do anything about this? I, I wonder if uh, if uh, Bezos dropped the golden brick out of his ass for a minute. You know, you better believe he dropped the gold brick out of his ass because that probably makes as much or more money than the package, you know, the package delivery service. Now, I don't know when the outage was. I don't live on Amazon, but I I, I got on there last night, probably on you know, nine o'clock and nine o'clock at night, and I ordered a gag gift for the wife. So it worked fine for me, but maybe it was back up by then. I don't know. I don't use Netflix or anything. I don't watch it every day, so I don't know that it goes out. When it goes out, I usually don't know it. Uh, it holds roughly a third of the $152 billion market for cloud services, according to a report. Uh, part of which I think involves Amazon being able to take orders and process them. I ordered shit yesterday, or no, right. two days ago. When this was going on, I ordered shit, and I didn't have a problem. Right. I don't know. But, see, I was told my delivery was going to happen Thursday, uh, and when I bought my items, I bought some items over the weekend, and uh, now they've been bumped to Friday. Now that could be because of different things, but it could because it could be because of this. You know, logistics. I'm sure that some of their list, their logistics. Yeah, his podcast, his podcast, postcard, postcard host. I mean, postcard host. When your postcard host goes down, holy. You know, shit. I've always been doing just regular cod. I should try postcard. Postcard, precod. Uh, that is better. Pre-cod pre is what comes out like when you just get excited. And yeah, when you get excited about your cod. Yeah. Your pre-cod. And then afterwards, yes. your post-cod. Really, really good. Mm, yeah. Give me some of that pre-cod, baby. Oh, pre I want some of that post-cod. Stop oh, competing with me. I'm the deep voice in this goddamn show. Stop it. You used to be, my man. Hey, do you have, um? have you already made your plans for the uh, holiday? Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to, oh, I'm going on one. Go ahead. Wrong hole. Wrong hole. God, I'm stupid. God, I got to well, isolate Just, just like Eric Zane said, you <laughs> dumb shit, stupid fuck, Boomer Bob. These fucking brainwashed assholes like Boomer Bob and John Gismingo. Thank you, John. Mm -hmm. Here we go. You ready? Oh, this trigger of John sure. moment. Here we go. Oh. I'm hearing from so many vaccinated people who feel as if, you know, there may be some personal rewards for getting vaccinated, but they still face all these restrictions and measures. Well, yes, that is just the reality of the situation. I mean, one thing that vaccinated people can feel comfortable, for example, let's take the holiday setting. You're with your family. You have grandparents and parents and children. When you get vaccinated and you have a vaccinated group and you are in an indoor setting, you can enjoy, as we have traditionally over the years, dinners and gatherings within the home with people who are vaccinated. And that's the reason why people should, if they invite people over their home, essentially ask and maybe require that people show evidence that they are vaccinated. Go fuck yourself. How about that? Oh my God in heaven. Shoot me in the fucking face. Couldn't have said it better myself. I don't remember where I heard this and it might've been Anthony Cumia. But he was like, why are we still listening to Anthony Fauci? I don't and know. He was like, you know something? It, when this all goes down, if it ever does, where, when they find out we're a big, giant, nonsense bullshit that this, this, the country did, I guess what I would say is like Congress and everybody was shutting down businesses and governors and states and blue states and stuff like that by shutting down businesses and all the damage it caused to the economy and all over this virus because they needed to scare the shit out of people. Now I'm not saying it didn't kill people. It absolutely did kill people, but they, in a, they learned early that how they could have handled this thing and they won't do it. And they still won't. They're still pushing these vaccines and these boosters. And how many boosters are, are they they're up to in Israel? Five. Uh, well, I, I saw a video today that said four, but I mean, I don't think it's four. I think they've got two regular shots and then two boosters. 
So four total shots. And I know we can't say anything on this platform because of medical and misinformation, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that the Omnicon virus version uh, variant is basically a nothing burger. And maybe the actual thing that's going to bring this all to an end because everybody gets this thing. It doesn't kill anybody. We have the antibodies. We can take the masks off. And then we're done. We're absolutely done. Because if they can figure out a way to stop, and they do have a way with the monochrome antibodies, once they stop the uh, where it goes into your lungs, you get pneumonia and die. Once that stops, once you figure out how to stop that, this is over. Let's go. I'll go get it. Give it to me. As long as I can get over it. It's bend ridiculous. Over, maybe bend over and I'll give you three knuckles. Oh, baby. Yeah. Three knuckles deep. Three knuckles and clap. <laughs> All right. Bob, when you go to a continental breakfast, when you go to a hotel, do you ever get the continental breakfast? I have attempted to, but the barrage of cheap motherfuckers who won't spring for breakfast at a, anywhere else have already just fucked a place up so bad it's so nasty there's milk spilt everywhere juice spilt everywhere fucking cheerios dumped all over the everything it's just not the waffle maker looks like somebody came all over it it's disgusting i just i just ended up going eh, i guess i'm gonna find the nearest uh fast Back food there. joint yeah something where something. be and the waffle actually house. actually last time i think me and my wife went down there she wanted a coffee and i was like well maybe i'll grab something to munch right and it was so fucked up that we walked like we didn't have a, a rental car. We walked like a mile and a half to a fucking Denny's. Mm. And that was delicious. And we got an Uber back because I was too too fat and stuffed to too walk fat back. Full. Yeah. You don't want to walk and get halfway there and find out you have to make a, a a number two. I got a good Uber driver, too. He was driving a big old Dodge Ram, fucking like King Cab. You nice. know, and that, like he was cool as shit. It wasn't some dude. Oh, take it, take you come again. You know, one of those fuckers with the Haji fucking rap music playing. Hey, listen, what I drive you? Would you like to buy keychain? My daughter make keychain. Very, very yeah. nice, very good price. I give you half off. I have lollipop slurping machine in trunk. You want? <laughs> uh, I I make hot dogs on radiator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 I put in tinfoil with roll and a mustard extra. You want? Yeah, I'm pushing the lighter and, and uh, get me one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, did you see the Christmas tree fire? In well, New you, York? you never went through with the continental breakfast story. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. We got derailed. It's probably, yeah, probably, derailed. probably your yeah, fault. Well, with, with the, there's a woman, and I guess she was on TikTok talking about this. And, she's, and I hate when people do this. They start telling you about all the stories. You know what's going on? Yes. Where, the, where the waffle mix that they have, they it's not made every day, and they they smell it. And if it starts to smell like yeast, then it's yeah, bad. It, yes. And then, so, but you think they would throw it out? Then not these fuckers, not them. They add more to it until the smell goes away. For the love of Christ! Yeah, I can't. Now they've ruined continental breakfast for me. I can't do it. Of hotels, and what I have come to realize is that they don't give a. Sh about that breakfast there was one hotel i was trained at that the night auditor who was training me he used this is what spawned this whole thing i was like cleaning up and had a paper towel and i was like i remember when that man told me to use one paper towel to clean everything all night disgusting he said it was environmentally friendly instead of using a rag or a sponge or even multiple paper towels to clean things like bowls spatulas the tables that was a wooden spoon not a spatula i was like how is that even possible like i can barely keep one paper towel together like just to like wipe some stuff off or whatever he was like well you're just being too aggressive which i felt like low-key was a microaggression but whatever check the waffle maker and see if the waffle maker is even clean okay because oftentimes it's not but much more awful than that is the fact that that waffle batter don't get made every day that waffle batter gets reused until it starts to smell like beer. I learned a lot. That's why I don't do that. What got me out of this was that I guaranteed as a weave. I didn't know you could catch lice in a weave because she itches that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Her manager was saying, 
What do you need more than one pepper towel? I can clean this whole place with one pepper towel and still use it to wipe my ass in the morning. You know, if you're going to do a story like that, I don't know, follow through. Don't just, oh, look, I found this video on TikTok. Let me, let me use that and create an entire news story about it. Well, that's, that's the lazy journalism that we have now. They wake it's up, terrible. Morning, they go to Twitter, they find a tweet and they write a story about it. Then the people that are lazier that, than them write a story about the story about the tweet. They, they need to be more like this guy. I think this guy does a good job. He now he doesn't come out and say that the government creates storms, but he sort of implies it. Okay. Okay. This is coming up. So you better pay attention because it's going to affect you. All right, here we go. And me both. All right. We, we've already been warned that this weekend we're looking at some potentially dangerous shit. Oh, the ninth is tomorrow. So here we go. Another monster storm is coming. It's going to blast onto the west coast of the U.S., bringing a ton of rain to the valleys of California and a lot of snow to the mountains. That snow is going to continue to be dumped over the Rocky Mountains with a foot or two of snow over here in Colorado. And then once it gets into the plains, things kind of go crazy. First of all, classic snowstorm from Nebraska into Iowa, Wisconsin, and upper portions of Michigan. We're going to see intermittent blizzard conditions all the way through Saturday evening. But on the other side of the storm, we have another chance for severe weather and tornadoes. The Storm Prediction Center has already outlined the area of greatest concern from Louisiana all the way. All right. So if you're wondering where the hell I am, follow <laughs> my mouse. I am right about here inside of this little green right here. Oh, so you're not, you're not in the bullseye. You're you're on the labia. Of this. Right. Yes, I am in the beef. outer labia. Yeah, you're on the roast beef of this storm. Yes. So. Very good. Very good, John. Excellent uh, analogy. Thank you. <laughs> Greatest concern from Louisiana all the way up through Arkansas, Mississippi, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois. And check out this massive trough ejection as this thing goes to the northeast. I'm not going to lie. That ejection. looks bad. Also, we're going to have, I think, with this weekend, we're going to have like a heat wave, kind of like way warmer than normal. On, mm -hmm. It's not down here anyway. So I think Saturday. it's all from yes. Illinois down to here. Saturday is supposed to be 62 here, wow. which is nice. I like that. I'm all for, listen, I'm all for global warming. I love wearing shorts in January. I, I like it when I don't have to like turn on the heat or the air. It's wonderful. I love my electric bill. I mean, uh, December, what is it? December 8th. And I went by a golf course and the place was loaded with golfers. They love oh, Wow. It. Nice. Yeah. Golfing all year round. When you drive by one and they're like about to do their backswing, do you roll down the window and yell, four? No, I like to lay on the horn. Ah, yeah, that, that works too. <laughs> yeah. I like that kind of stuff. All right. I want to get right. to this. That's the Christmas story. Cause you know how I love Christmas. I don't. Hallelujah. A vagrant known to cops for having a lengthy rap sheet set ablaze the Fox news Christmas tree Wednesday outside a heavily patrolled what? tourist packed corner near Rockefeller center in Manhattan. Please say. The holiday display was set ablaze shortly after midnight, and the flames quickly spread up the tree. It's not a tree. It's Holy a tree-like structure in the Fox Square outside 6th Avenue and West 48th Street Oof. building that houses Fox News, the Wall Street Journal, and the New York Post. So take a look at that. Yeah, that looks like one of those you get it like at home. Mm-hmm. There's like the cops. There's our, there's our buddy. God, he lit that bitch up. Yeah, it went up. It went up like a Christmas tree, Bob. <laughs> I get it. Comedy. Right. The suspect accused of setting the fire has been taken into custody by the NYPD. Wouldn't that be the burning bush? Well, Craig Tahamahara, 49, is facing a slew of charges, including arson, criminal mischief, reckless endangerment, criminal trespass. He Is allegedly Yeah. He allegedly slipped in into the artificial tree using a metal frame like a ladder to climb up the structure and lit a piece of cardboard to start the blaze. Everybody's watching this. Nobody said, "Hey, get that asshole out of the tree." <laughs> a Fox security officer then tackled him to the ground before police, firefighters and arson investigators arrived on the scene. Uh, he allegedly used a lighter. What do you think he did? He got up there and rubbed allegedly? two sticks. Yeah. No. Allegedly. He, yeah, rubbed two sticks and was blowing on some flint and shit. Right. And possible accelerants to cause about $500,000 in property damage. Really? $500,000? Mm, a couple grand, maybe. 
So he uh, apparently a week ago he tried to set the tree, the real tree in Rockefeller Center on fire, but that did not work. Oh, he's a nut. I can't control him. He's mentally not all there. Did you get a picture of him? If you scroll down, you see a picture of him. Oh, okay. Well, that's him. That's him arresting him. Then they put a mask on him. Was he an Asian guy? Yeah. Takamaka. I know like Christmas tree. Go ahead. I thought you were going to talk some more. Oh, fuck. Come on, John. All right. Have we done it all? Look, I mean, if you go down further, you see the, the aftermath. He really did say, oh, you never mind. I fuck that guy. Right. It's just eight years of Bill de Blasio grift and wasteful spending that sent thousands of homeless and emotionally disturbed people to roam the streets, left to their own devices. Footage of the scene shows smoke billowing from the Christmas tree, and photos from the scene show the fire charred most of the Christmas tree that was decked out in red, white, and blue ornaments and topped with a red star, Bob. So there you go. Fucking beautiful. Can I pee yet? I don't know. Can you? I don't know. How much Viagra have you had? All right. I think we've said it all. I think we've done it all. Anything else, Bob? Is it time to go? Rubberneckers tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern, right? Yep. Live right here on YouTube on the Rubberneckers pod channel or whatever it's called. Right. And if you can't watch it live, you can always subscribe to it as a podcast. Just go to Rubberneckers podcast on your favorite podcast app and subscribe we would love it Do all right shit. and uh we'll, we'll we'll talk to you monday morning here on the bunker and then if you want to come watch us tomorrow night we'll talk to you tomorrow night on rubber night well i got a pcf bye <laughs>